0: So Lillian always likes her cheeseburgers or her hamburgers with nothing on them.
1: Yeah, plain and dry.
0: Nothing. No cheese, no ketchup, no nothing. And anytime we go to a burger place, like a drive-thru place, Uh they always put cheese on it. Yeah. I can say, like, do not put cheese. (laughs) They still put cheese. Yes. And Rachel gets kind of mad about it, and we got to drive back around the building. But I don't get that mad. Yeah. You know why? Why? Well, one, because it means I just got a free cheeseburger. (laughs) But two, because I used to work at Burger King.
1: Oh, yeah. And so I remember. Do you remember what it was like. I'm like,
0: I used to be in the back making whoppers,
1: trying to flirt with that girl who was at the cash register. No,
0: I was trying to flirt with the girls who worked at Frulotti. Oh. The Wait, no, no, that's when I worked, I worked at Schlotzky's Deli. That was Schlotzky's. <laughs> and so, like, I remember, like, I was a kid. I didn't really care about the job, yes. and like, it's kind of busy and hectic, and you're not having yeah. any fun, and you forget, and you just get into the system of like lettuce pickle, you know, all the yes, things. Yes. Yes. And so I have some um, understanding, some compassion, some empathy. Some empathy
1: uh,
0: for the drive-thru dudes because I actually had a drive-thru job only for three weeks. Yeah,
1: you once had a job you didn't care about before. Just like they don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And so
0: uh, I think that we need to have a conversation about the uh, importance of having empathy.
1: Absolutely. This podcast is a conversation between two friends about tugging into more, about reaching our full potential, getting a hold of all the things God has for us. Yeah. And as leaders, one thing you and I have learned is that empathy is important, essential, necessary piece.
0: So uh, empathy is one of those words that most people kind of understand
1: they they use it with the wrong context. yeah they (laughs) they use it
0: the wrong they're like i think i got an empathy on my shoulder right no like (laughs) okay so i want to uh they order an empathy at the mexican restaurant no that's an empanada Empanada. okay hit us what what is empathy from not looking it up and then i'll give my best uh my best direction
1: well uh one phrase we use a lot is being able to put ourselves in someone else's shoes yeah but then but then empathy is having the compassion to understand where they're at in those shoes. Like yeah. their responses, their reactions, their baggage, whatever, because of it. Being able to actually feel, uh, yeah, compassion yeah. and understanding for their circumstances. No,
0: that's perfect. Okay, I think good. for me, I think empathy is, uh, is like an extension of grace yeah. towards somebody else because you understand what they have went through or are going through right right and so like me i have some empathy for the my kids love wendy's it's yes. so like the wendy's and chick-fil-a are yes. the only literally only two drive-through restaurants my kids want to go to it's really funny i have empathy for the wendy's dude because i worked at burger king and yeah, schlatsky's deli right. rachel was a waitress for a bunch of years yeah. i was never a waiter yeah so if we go to a restaurant and, like, my tea is empty and, like, dude, I don't have a napkin and where's my straw and, like, all these things, yeah. I'm sitting there getting a little bent out of shape. Rachel's cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Why? Because she was a waitress. She has empathy, empathy. Yeah. for them.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, though, as leaders, we have not ever yet experienced what or have not experienced in our life the thing that other people are walking through. We've not actually uh, ever walked a mile in their shoes mm-hmm. but we still have to be willing to find empathy to decide to have empathy for them if we want to be great leaders if we want to be yeah. people who lead well and are able to lead all kinds of people
0: so i already know that this conversation is going to end up in the deep end
1: no maybe not
0: but do we is, do we want to go deep first well or do members of the conversation yes. or do we want to go like the shallower side of empathy first. Yeah,
1: no, we can go the shallower. We can start in the kiddie pool.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: what is What is your thought?
0: Um, I uh, Lillian just told me this week. She said, "Daddy, I'm never gonna forget what it's like to be a kid." Oh. I'm never gonna forget, and she said that way when I'm a parent. Yeah. I remember.
1: Yeah. Which she was saying because yes. you're getting on to her bus. <laughs> yes, because
0: I apparently have forgotten empathy of what it's like to be nine.
1: And want to stay up till 10.30.
0: Exactly. Right. And so like, as a dad, um, if I tell Titus to get out of the pool. Yeah. Get out of the pool. He don't want to get out of the pool. No. And he's sad and he thinks I'm taking away the greatest thing ever happened to him. Right. So he's upset about getting out of the pool. Yeah. And for me, as the dad, as a grown adult, right. I'm like, bro, it's not a big deal. Just yeah. get out of the pool. Yeah, But for him, yes. it's a bigger thing. No, he's right. having the, he's the most fun of my whole life. Yeah. And so I have to put on empathy to understand his immaturity. Yeah. He's a little kid.
1: Yeah, we take our kids like when they're little, we take them to the mall or you see people with their kid at the mall and they're in the stroller and they're just having a fit. And, and the moms are so mad. Yeah, Calm down. I'm like, you've been walking them through clothes racks. They've been looking at just fabric and like nothingness for three hours. Yeah. They already ate all the puffs a long time ago that you gave them. They're sick of being in that chair. Yeah. But in the frustration of the list of what we need to get done and the, and the, the, uh, yeah, to do list that we have. Yeah. What we're shopping for, we just want you to hush and be quiet. Yeah. But the empathy that we can have for our kid instead is like, oh, yeah they probably just want to get out of that playland that we walked by four times. Yes. I should probably let them. Yeah. So right.
0: there there's empathy uh, down and up. Yes, absolutely. So like the, all the examples we you and I just gave yeah. is we have to have empathy for the people that are like younger right. or still learning right. or in maybe a simpler season.
1: I remember we had an employee once that used to say, <laughs> he used to say, you know, y'all talk about all this stuff and anything over $20,000, is just like, whoosh, oh, yeah. like so far over my head. And we would have empathy for him anytime he, he the, was having a budget issue.
0: The dude had never had a car payment. Right, right. Never paid rent. I and mean, we'd be like
1: trying to tell him stay in budget. And he'd be like, I had no idea pizza was gonna cost that much. I'm like, right, yeah. because you've never even paid a bill.
0: Yes, no, no, I remember that, that.
1: That empathy was easier, I think, to have, though. So we have
0: to have empathy that yeah, direction, that if yeah. you're a leader, which you are of something, right. whether you're empathy for your kids or empathy for your employees, yes. you have to understand where they are. Where they're
1: coming because from. Because if
0: we expect them to be as mature as us...
1: That is not a good expectation. That's not, that's not a,
0: good, a good expectation. Right. Right. A 20-year-old does not know everything a 40-year-old knows. Correct.
1: no. They haven't had the life experience. They haven't had the time. They haven't had even the failure that we've had to and so actually when, learn it.
0: So when stuff starts going off the rails. Right, right. We had a guy on our team uh, who would, like, just start crying and, like, would leave his post and go in a classroom and lock the door and lay down. Yeah. But the dude was my age.
1: Yeah, yeah. No empathy. No, yeah. You Because no, I'm right. like,
0: bro, you need to grow the junk up and do your job. Yeah because he's had 30 jobs. Right, right, right. But if you're new to something and you're young and you get frazzled and freaked out, we're gonna have a bunch of understanding that like, yeah, I understand this pressure, I understand this is hard.
1: But you're saying it like it's simple and like a no-brainer, but I think that it's something that lots of us in different seasons of life struggle. There were times as a mom that I struggled to have empathy for where my kids are at. I needed to actually go, whoa hold on what you said she's nine they're yeah. seven uh or or what you're saying right now oh wait a minute they have not walked through this leadership level that i've already walked through years ago something you got uh on to me or whatever once for was i kept saying it's not hard i don't understand why are they yeah. having such a frustration it's not hard it's not hard and you're like hey what it's not hard for us that's yeah. why we're in charge and i yeah. was like you're right well because I was I was getting frustrated at their the inability of some things to happen at the efficiency and at the speed that I could have done it. Yeah but that was unfair because of how long I had been doing it and the understanding I had. Yeah I-,
0: I had a pastor that I worked for that anytime I had a challenge that I couldn't figure out how to recruit more people or how to yeah. fix this problem, he would always say, hey dude, this is re- this is easy And then he would tell me the steps right. But when I would hear this is easy, what I really heard was, you're stupid. You're stupid.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You're stupid. Yeah. And when you would say, this is easy. Now,
1: I was only saying it to you. Yes. I wasn't saying it to them. But, but I was saying to you, I don't understand. It's not that hard.
0: But like, we have to be careful yeah. that we're not <laughs> calling people stupid right. by calling their job they're struggling with easy. easy. Right. Because it's, right. it's not. You and I just had a meeting today, yes. literally uh, this morning. Yeah. Uh, more church is in a very unique season of its life where we are instead of been and tear down on Sundays. Yeah. And so we've been meeting for two years at a building called The Pig. Yes. It's a big auditorium. It's having some renovations. And so we are now moved out of The Pig and into the center right. that seats 6,000 people.
1: Don't worry. We do not have 6,000 people attending. No. So we're in a mega...
0: The other room's about 1200 yeah. that we earn consistently. Yeah. This yeah. one sees 6000 It's stupid big. And there's all kind of stuff going wrong. Yeah. Not on our end. Uh, they're not going to listen to this. Maybe they are.
1: <laughs> all kind
0: of stuff going wrong with tech well, issues. we're learning.
1: We've only been there four weeks. We're learning.
0: And so, like, yeah. the the new place that we're at, the center, Yeah. we have been thrust up on them. Yes. They didn't want us to meet there. No. They would have told us no. Right. But because the other property is under renovation, they're arms behind their back a little bit. They have been
1: assigned us. They have been assigned us.
0: (laughs) And so today, you and I go into this meeting about all these things that are going wrong. Yeah. And do you know what we started the meeting with? Empathy. Yeah. We said to them, hey guys, first, we know that you did not choose to have us here. Right. We know that (laughs) we are a
1: pain in your butt. (laughs) We're inconvenience. (laughs) We
0: know that your staff is now having to work Sundays. So we're sorry. Yeah. And I think that that... that tone, yeah. that like us just understanding that we're already a, a pain in the butt to yeah. them, is a port is a empathy yeah. to like understand that th- some of their staff might not be really well, excited to be there with us.
1: And e- even through some of the conversations, understanding we understood, you know what, like we do it, we've always done it our way, and you have a way that you do it, and it works well for you. We just haven't been aware of it all the way, and like understanding, oh, there's some miscommunication. And t- for us, we took on some of the like, yeah, we, we can see how we, uh, maybe have even not communicated as well to you because we had the empathy to realize it's a tricky situation yeah. for everybody. Yeah. And, and yeah, we've, we've put a wrench in their summer plans. For sure. And so, um,
0: and just cause we have a wrench in ours. Like we've been right. screwed here, right. this is not good. We're but not excited it's not about their this, fault. it's not their fault.
1: And so what the tendency can be is to go into a conversation with our guns loaded, like, oh, I'm gonna tell you what's going wrong, but they're not the ones. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think about these poor waitresses uh, that get yelled at for when the meat is cooked wrong. Well, yeah. they didn't cook the meat, they just yeah. brought us the meat. Yeah. Like having the empathy to recognize the, this, the place that the people are in, their ability to change it or not change it, the rule that they're following or not follow, like the mask thing that we walked through for the last few years, yeah. I would get so bugged at employees who were telling me, uh, you know, to make sure my mask was on appropriately, but then I re- had to realize, they're just literally doing the job There's that they've been to told they'll get fired if they don't do. Yeah, And like, uh, yeah, empathy, go. We, uh,
0: we just went on a, <laughs> on a family vacation. Uh-huh. Uh, we went to Florida. We went to Dustin, Florida, Desti? Rachel and I and the kids.
1: That's why you're so tan.
0: Yeah, I got my little tan on. Yeah. It's not makeup. <laughs> and so, and so uh, we go there, and right next to our hotel is a Waffle House. Okay. My kids have never been to Waffle House. No. Rachel does not want to go to Waffle House. No. Me, I'm like, let's do this thing. Yeah. Let's expose let's experience our kids.
1: Waffle House. So we go to Waffle
0: House. I really could tell a bunch of stories about it, but here's all I'll say It's when we walk in on the door, is a big handwritten note that says, For our employees that showed up to work today, please be kind. Like the manager is having a hard time even getting employees to show up. Yeah. They're down. They got now hiring sign up on their little kiosk on the outside. And he's saying, Hey, the few that are here. Yeah. Like I know I need to have double the staff, the poor ladies that are back here, just be nice to yeah, him what yeah. he's, what he was or she the manager is trying, trying to do, to do. Yeah. is install some empathy in the customers now it went horribly <laughs> we should have definitely <laughs> not went to waffle house my kids are traumatized
1: you are now no longer in charge of any food decisions. no on vacation. Uh,
0: but they're trying to say hey realize what it is yeah
1: set the expectations. Chill. okay yeah.
0: we talked about empathy down yeah i think that there's also empathy up
1: yeah, and, and, and uh, side to side. Side to side. side, to side. Uh, yeah,
0: good. Uh, up and side to side.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. We don't have bullet points when we have these conversations. No.
1: Uh, oh, they have been banned.
0: <laughs> <They've>, <laughs> I used to have bullet points. Bullet they points banned, banned my bullet points. No,
1: so then we have a real conversation.
0: One of the things we have to have empathy for up or side to side is someone's exposure. Yeah. So we hired a guy on our team and uh, and we all went to lunch once in Arlington. Yeah. And he says, man, we're in the big city. Right. We're like, what? It's like, I grew up in Rendon. Right. He's like, this is the big city. Right. <laughs> so, like, he would get nervous in traffic in big cities. I'm like, this is not a big city. This is Arlington Highlands. Like, this yeah. is not, like, a big area.
1: But, but to, as because, it because to,
0: of his exposure, yeah. because he had only been driving down some country tractor roads right. with horses on both sides. Yeah. This was a lot. Yeah. And so we had to have some understanding, uh, because we had our staff Christmas party and we had a staff Christmas party up in North Dallas. Yeah. Do you remember this Yes. at night, yes. dude? And we let him drive the van with all the staff. How late we were almost done eating. <laughs> yes. They were like 40 minutes <laughs> late. Why? Cause we asked country boy to drive the van up into North Dallas yeah. and he was crapping a brick the whole right. way up there. Right. So we. I wanted to be mad, but I had to have some empathy yeah. There's my own bad fault for having him drive a van. Yeah,
1: right. No, having he hadn't been exposed to understand. Yes, they 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 don't have the experience, the exposure, or even yeah the uh yeah the 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 expectation we had is not the same level that we should have had for yeah. this situation. So,
0: Absolutely. So, so a little deeper yeah. with the exposure is like maybe you need to have some empathy for your mom. Right. Because, like, if your mom, your mom was never told by her mom, I love you. Yeah. And was never hugged. Yeah. Maybe she didn't do everything for you you wished we would have, but it's because she didn't have that exposure. Absolutely. Because she wasn't parented well. She didn't know how to parent you well.
1: Right. No, it's really good. We talk about it all the time like uh for our both our families like we struggle to know how to like stop rest take a break all these pieces but it's because uh the parents that we were all raised by were people who worked hard kept it going like and didn't always take a break didn't always stop and so the in our own life in there i could be frustrated like you didn't teach me how to rest now i'm a 40 year old lady trying to learn but they didn't know why because they weren't taught either they were taught how to keep working hard. The the parents they grew up with didn't take them on vacation. All these same pieces. And what you're saying is whether it's deep, I love you, all the way to simple, take a vacation, like yeah. the exposure someone has in their life uh, is going to be a lot of, of what sets the way they do their life. And like, we have to have that empathy.
0: Rachel and I, when we first got married, um, a battle we had a lot in our house was the like, the tidiness of our home. Yeah, yeah. Our home was always clean, right. but it was not always tidy. Yeah. Rachel just had piles of crap everywhere. <laughs> now, here's the problem my mom literally owns a cleaning company.
1: Yeah, Right. She, Extreme exposure.
0: She owns a company that cleans right. places. One of the ways that she would test her employees, make them come clean our house. My house growing up, you could have ate off of any service, perfectly clean. Then I married Rachel. She grew up in Mexico on the mission field. Yeah, her mom be having potted plants in the living room. <laughs>
1: I was like, what are you about to say? I'm
0: saying like <laughs> right. it was a different thing. Absolutely. And so until I learned, I have to have some empathy for Rachel's exposure.
1: Uh, but balanced against your exposure. Balanced
0: against my extreme <laughs> yeah exposure. Like, better home and gardens cover right? Right. living room exposure. That that we couldn't find a balance. Absolutely. She had to understand what I was exposed to, I don't understand what she was exposed to, and then now we can have some empathy for each other.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. If it's not
0: kind of organized, I feel chaotic.
1: Right, yeah.
0: And she doesn't see the The tidiness, right? because it is clean, it's just not tidy. Yeah, yeah. And so it took us a lot of years to figure that out, so we weren't at each other's throats about it all the time. Right. Empathy.
1: It's really good. And then, uh, so there's the exposure, then there's what, the life circumstance? there's the pain the trauma we we talked about trauma recently like how we lead through trauma but what we sometimes uh don't look at is the trauma that someone else has walked through and the response the the way they live the way their circumstances are based in that
0: yeah so because of what's happened to somebody yeah that's how they're viewing the world that's how they're that's how they're responding and so like i see people make decisions in their life that I do not think are wise decisions. Yeah. But when I look at what their experience is, right. the trauma that they've walked through, I can have some empathy for why they do that. Like,
1: yeah.
0: um, like we have people that will be real involved, and real committed. They're single people. Yeah. And they've been through some trauma. They're divorced or they were in an abusive relationship or something. And then they find somebody else yeah. that they're in a relationship with that they think hung the moon. And then before you know it, they've left the church yeah. because they've so clung on to this New. new person right that they leave all their community
1: yeah
0: all their relationships and i used to feel like they're leaving me or like i've failed them well, as a pastor or
1: like how could they possibly make that decision but
0: it's because of the trauma from their past that this new shiny relationship they think it's going to save yeah. everything yeah. and so they run to that that might not be a great example no but, but people about- go through trauma yeah and it affects how they do everything.
1: Absolutely. I think that uh, we can encounter people. So maybe the decisions they make, but then also maybe the behaviors they have or the uh, uh, the attitudes they have where we think, why do they respond that way? Why are they always have their fists up? Why yeah. are they always so aggressive in their words? Why are they always feel like every time you're talking to them, they're actually in an argument, but but when we recognize what they walked through, what their trauma has been, um, that everywhere in life they had to fight for themselves, everywhere in life they had to uh, be ready to uh, present the argument in order to survive, then we can go, oh, that's why they have that. They're not fighting with me. Right. They're fighting with the circumstances they've had in the past.
0: No, it's really good. I'm writing a note down. I know I'm not allowed to have bullet points, but I just don't want to forget this.
1: You can write that note down. But I think that, the again the exposure the pain the hurt um we've even looked and understood people who've walked through traumatic things that now the the uh the why do they do it that way why do they always respond these ways why do they have these rigid rules and disciplines in their life and it can feel like what is it what is their deal but instead what's
0: their deal man (laughs) such an idiot why do you do it that way right it's because of something they've been through
1: right it's because of something that they walked through that we haven't walked through Yeah. because had we walked through the same thing we might want to do it that way too had we walked through that same thing we might respond that same way too we don't but why well because my experience is this i can't even put myself Sometimes in the shoes of people that we know, mm-hmm. people that we've led, um, because I just can't imagine growing up in the home like that or growing yeah. up in a way like that, but we have to be willing to go, okay, let me understand, have the grace like you said before, and then the understanding to go, "Oh, I see, I see your story
0: as leaders, yeah, question of the podcast yes, as leaders, who should we offer empathy to
1: uh, everyone that's the right answer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Was not pre-planned. Yes. As leaders, we need to <laughs> offer empathy right to everybody. Yeah. But we don't.
1: No, we don't.
0: The reason that we get bent out of shape or hurt yeah. or unable to forgive someone because they hurt us. Listen to me now. I know you're about to turn me off. Yeah. One of the reasons we don't forgive or can't forgive is because we don't extend empathy to people who hurt us right. to people we're mad at to right. people who have done us wrong right but when we have empathy for how they were raised how their parents treated right. them the trauma that they've been through yeah. the situation that they're in when we put into perspective their perspective yeah. what they did to us it actually begins the process of yeah. healing
1: i hear one pushback of the of that like that someone's listening that could be um well actually i did walk through that but i responded this way and i think we have to also understand and recognize different personalities respond to things in different ways and so while somebody who walked through a life where they uh had to fight for everything they had somebody who walked through a life where they had to argue for everything uh they now argue they now fight for you might encounter someone else uh, or you might be the one who will, I know I walked through a lot of fighting. You and I, we've both shared, like we, were, we both grew up in homes where there was a lot of loudness, a lot of yelling yeah, yeah. where you determined for yourself at a young age, I'm, I'm not, not going to yell. Whereas for me, <laughs> I spent a whole lot of time yelling, Yeah. but we had the same experience, Okay. but we had a different response. Yeah. And so I have empathy for like you in the in the story that you grew up in and you have empathy for me and my like loudness even we though we didn't different. respond the same yeah and so it's not always that we don't understand where they came from sometimes it's our empathy we struggle because i'm like i've been there and i dealt there. with it and i helped and i figured it out yeah but we don't know the full again we've talked about it that leadership is complex it's like people are complex it's
0: like how a brother and sister can grow up in the same house absolutely and they can I have an totally. abusive abusive father or something but the one goes one direction the one goes yeah. the total opposite yeah. like how did that work it's different personalities. different
1: personalities okay, okay now go to where you were going sorry okay. i just wanted to clarify no, that's really good yeah
0: get we'll get a little deep okay go. get a little transparent yes. as we do here yes so uh, i just feel
1: like that's a necessary piece as we talk about what i know you're about to talk about a, too.
0: A, f- a number of years ago i was having a really hard time yeah um forgiving forgiving getting over letting go of, letting go yeah. of some trauma from relationships that i had been through
1: some relational hurt yeah
0: relational hurt some ministry hurt that i felt like i was um lied to yeah taken advantage of manipulated manipulated, mistreated yeah. and then spoken poorly on
1: yeah yeah
0: and i couldn't heal from it yeah. i i kept feeling that i was rehearsing these conversations right and how dare you do this to me i've been wronged in right. my heart on the outside i think i was doing it all well but yeah. on the inside i was not okay mm-hmm. And so it was a conversation that me and you would talk about, Aaron Rachel, we'd all talk yeah. about a whole bunch. And then one day we took some time and, and I said, I I need to I need help. Yeah. Building what we called an empathy list. Absolutely. I said, here's the person. Will you help me uh, from a uh, third party right. as a consultant? perspective, would you, perspective yeah. you know this person you know the situation would you help me build an empathy list of how they could have done this to me right they know the bible right they know that th- what these things they've done aren't right yeah why do they do this to me well and we sat down yeah and we started writing an empathy list of what this other person had walked through in their life their traumas yeah. their hurts their experiences And we can walk through some of those details if you want to. And by the time we were done making that list, I was almost in tears for the heaviness of their life.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: My whole perspective on this person shifted that from me being mad and offended and being wronged to me looking at them and going, Oh. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get why you act that way because... Yeah. Yeah. You've got some undealt with hurt.
1: Right. Right. You now had empathy, compassion um, for their circumstance and for even their response, rather than uh, allowing the hurt to stay in and for you to hold on to it. I think that um, what we talked about in the beginning in the shallow end, like the empathy down uh, is a lot easier in those hurt situations. I've been hurt by people that are younger than me, don't have as much exposure as me, don't have as much life experience. I have been hurt by them, but as a leader, it's a lot easier, I think sometimes, uh, often, to say, yeah, but I get it. They're young, they don't fully understand. But when it's someone at this, what you feel is at the same level, and someone Mm -hmm. maybe that was leading you, it's a lot harder to instantly build it. So I can mentally build it for the person that's maybe that I'm that I'm having empathy down for, but having empathy up, we had to actually, practically, tangibly build an actual list. Like we can say it, and it can sound like, "Oh, you just made one out loud." No, wrote it down, typed it up on a piece of paper, so we could reference it, so we yeah. could point to and it. And then I
0: had to review it
1: and actually re- when yeah. I would
0: start to get mad,
1: right? And because
0: the- when I remembered, when we took some time and we remembered, oh, this is what their childhood was like. Yeah. I know their dad told them this. Right. This is what their feelings are. Oh, this is what this person and their spouse walked through. Right. Oh, they had ministry hurt. Right. I remember this happened to them and that was dirty. Somebody right. did them wrong and this is what happened. Oh, I remember he, they felt called to do this, mm-hmm. but then it didn't come in till here and yep. they felt like a failure and oh, they're they're hitting this age and not at this level of what yeah. they perceive as success, and oh, there's this other big opportunity and right. temptation.
1: Now, there's a couple of clarifiers for what we're talking about. We've talked about gossip before, and so you and I, in building that list, this is a very trusted and a very, uh, this is with
0: my sister. Yeah. This is a vi- I'm literally, very, literally with my sister talking right. about this it.
1: This is a very, uh, no one else has ever seen the list. Like other than Aaron and Rachel, yeah. uh, no one else will ever see the list or hear the, list. like, it's not something we were sharing with people. Like, do no. you know about them? No. Uh, so that's important to clarify. I think it's important to clarify that it was done from the heart of healing, not a heart of, frustration not a heart of continuing to hold a grudge it was not let's point out all the bad things about them it was let's help ourselves understand
0: why this is their mo yeah yeah why this is their method of operation yeah oh it's because of what this is what they've been exposed to
1: and then i think another piece that was. you only
0: know how to use the tools that you've been given
1: absolutely and so
0: they're just operating with those With those tools and so like if your dad was a drunk right I'm really sorry yeah but like maybe his dad was a total jerk yeah so the only thing that he like right when we can have some empathy for why people do hurtful things to us when we can look into their history it helps us not look at them and be so angry
1: but i think clarifying those things is important because what i also feel though is important to not build that list alone you know if you right. remember when we were building it there were a couple of things that i put on the list that you didn't even know no
0: blue blew my mind
1: i was like you don't know this i know the i know the story from them i know the circumstance from them of of, of some pain they walked through of some hurt and you were like i didn't even know and i think one uh someone else's trusted voice can sometimes bring you new clarity, new understanding you didn't have before, but then also can help bounce or balance when we're hurt, when we're, uh, feel justified in our hurt. Sometimes you need a trusted person's voice to go, that's a heavy, we apply two pounds of weight to their hurt when really, Hey, that's a 15 pound weight. Like, I'm not saying you did that in that scenario, but there could be a thing of like, Well, yeah, all their dad did was leave when they were five, but they didn't know any better because they got they got a new dad by the time they were seven. Hold on, yeah. Let me give you the perspective. That's a heavy. I'm not saying you did that, but it could have been. Yeah. Um, And so it, I do think it is valuable to bring someone, whether it is a spouse or whether it's a trusted trusted close trusted friend. Building that list on your own. I don't think you get as much freedom.
0: No, and it, what you said was good. It's not a bash fest. No. Like for me, and I think we did it for you once yeah, with yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not a bash fest. And it's something that w- I didn't do until years after the hurt. Absolutely. I mean, it had scabbed over and the scab fell off and now it's just scarred. Yeah. And this was like reconstructive surgery. Absolutely. This was like, okay, I'm done gushing blood from the hurt. But like, Wait, I want I to
1: fully forgive It's me. plastic
0: surgery time. You know, I want right. to really forgive and get this out of my heart. So when I see this person or reminded of them, I'm not bitter.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm I understand. I'm when we when we put when we when we put I'm gonna lean into forgiveness a little bit, yeah, but when we it. when we put people on pedestals yeah. or we put them into positions higher than they should have ever been, that's when we can really be
1: damaged. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: We put these people in these elevated positions. I'm even thinking of some of our younger team yeah. that have experienced some hurt Absolutely. from other staff right. that are gone. When we allow that person to be such an important, vital role, right. and then they're the ones who hurt, it's deep. Yeah. But when we'll when we'll put some empathy on their story, oh, they act this way in life. That's sad for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Oh man, they have to carry that around every day.
1: Yeah. That's heavy, yeah, it helps no, it's true
0: i've uh I have had to fire some people over the years. yes, and that's not fun. no, we've had a whole podcast on that right I don't even know what they're called.
1: you're we're, fired I you're fired that's what it's called
0: <laughs> and I've went back to some of those people that I've fired and I've apologized yep. for words that I said or how situations went or things they were upset about, just so that I could and then I've said, hey man. I was just doing the best that I knew how, and I didn't do it all right. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I was stressed out. I was upset. I was confused. I was tired. Right. And I go and I try to help them understand. I'm just a dude. Right. Now most people I don't think do that. No. Uh, it's like I go and I show my weakness yeah. of that moment, and then apologize. No, it's. And good. I'm trying to help them gain empathy for me. Yeah so that they don't have to carry around this mm-hmm. ax to grind with me forever Absolutely. and they can just know, I'm a human, I screwed up and yeah. I don't do everything right.
1: Yeah, and and sometimes even offering them, I recently had a similar conversation and offering them like some of the empathy you've now acquired for them can mm-hmm. also be, um, I originally had one where I said exactly, because you've done it, I just followed your example and said the same words of like, I did the best I knew how. I know I screwed some stuff up in that. I know we did the best we could and it. I'm sorry when you were hurt, but then I also recognize you were walking through this and that and that at that time. And so, man, I, I, that must've been heavy for you to be carrying that then too. Yeah. When you can do that uh, and offer them some empathy, man, what a gift Yeah. to be able to, Heal and and allow them to forgive and, and hopefully yourself. That's the big like the the forgiveness that we have the most responsibility for is our own. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully let it go.
0: Empathy list. Yeah. So if there's somebody that you're frustrated with or you're upset about or you wish they would produce more or whatever, maybe you just need to build an, an empathy list. If if a lady on our staff got pregnant had was pregnant. Uh huh. I would I have so much empathy. Amanda just recently yeah. had a baby. Yeah. And I'm like, are you okay? You need to go home. Don't yeah. pick that up. No, no. Take eight weeks. It's okay. You don't yeah. know why? Because I've had a wife who had a baby. Yeah. Rachel got real sick and all the things. Right. In the same way I'm understanding of somebody who's pregnant, Yeah. we have to be understanding of like if they're having marriage problems. Right. We have to be understanding of if they have a kid who's walking away from the Lord. Right. We have to be understanding of if we've asked them to do two jobs. <laughs> Correct. Bailey right. needs to in here right now. Right. Right now, they're each doing... Well, more, than, more, one, than, more, than, more than, than one, more than, maybe, than one job. Maybe
1: more than two, right. And so because they're doing
0: more than one job, <laughs> right? I have empathy Yeah. that if a ball gets dropped somewhere, right? right. I'm not going to lose my junk because I understand that they're carrying more than one thing. Yeah.
1: No, it's good. And another thing I think that the empathy allows us to then, a question it allows us to then ask ourselves as leaders is maybe the empathy then allows us to go, I, Oh, I remember that season of my life. Or yes. I remember a time I walked through yeah. and then we can say, what do I wish someone would have done for me? Yeah. What do I wish my leader would have offered me? Maybe they did it well and right. And you could follow it and maybe they didn't. But when we'll evaluate the empathy list, we can, we can then become better leaders Yeah. because we say, Oh yeah. If I, or if I was walking through that, how would I want someone to respond or help me? Yeah. We may not, get it perfectly right, but at least we're willing to put the uh, effort into understanding yeah. and having the grace to see it through. Yeah.
0: Um, so I want to, we're going to yeah. bullet point okay. what someone should write down if they're building an empathy okay. list, what some bullet points are. Absolutely. But before good. that, just because you're building an empathy list for somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you have to keep the relationship dynamic the same. Absolutely not. We're not saying that you should just keep being an abusive relationship.
1: Absolutely not. We're not
0: saying that you shouldn't fire an employee. No. We're not saying that you should not remove yourself from dating somebody. No.
1: Both of the people that you and I have built the empathy list for, we are not in daily relationship with. No. But, but we have been now healed to a level that, if they're in the room, we're good. If their name comes yeah. up in a conversation, we have all the grace and empathy for yeah. the circumstances. So I'm saying, yeah. don't
0: just build an empathy list and then keep a scrub in your life No. to your detriment. Right. Okay, empathy list, let's just rapid fire okay. like, we've already said their traumas, yep. their past, their th- failures, their failures, their exposure level, yep. their um, like hurts, yeah. their, what Which is can it? be
1: physical hurts, emotional hurts, mental hurts. Like, yeah,
0: their, like hard seasons they've had to walk yep. through. Yep. Their, um, what is it called? Like, I don't wanna say lack of success, but like their
1: oh i said their failures yeah, the but also lid, their late yeah their their uh, moments that were paused or stopped and and then or disappointments or, or their disappointments
0: disappointments the season they're in right that's, now that's yeah they one to their, say, their season, season yeah like dude if someone's walking through current trauma yeah. they're going to be a little shaky boat
1: right they're going right. to be rocked
0: a little bit right Exp-
1: yeah give, give your give the, the opportunity for that um and and then maybe their their relationships, like the the relationships around them. Yeah. You know, for us, like we have uh, certain relationships that that matter and mean a mm. lot to us. What what are the relationships they have in their life? What is the community around them? Is who's tugging them into more with them? No one, or are are they by themselves? Like some of these pieces that are just tangible things that can help us see. Oh, they're just human too.
0: Yeah. So the thing that I wrote down. Yeah. Is while we were talking, I am convicted. Uh Uh-oh. A little bit. Okay. And we'll process this. I asked you the question of who should we extend empathy to? And you said... Everyone. And that even includes yourself.
1: Yeah. That's a good one, bro. No, it's true.
0: I do not do a good job... Yes. ...at extending empathy to me.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. To me. To yourself, yeah.
0: And so... um, If you're listening and you're not in the more that you wanna be in, maybe you need to make an empathy list for you. Yeah. What have you been through? Right. What have you experienced? Absolutely. What weights are you carrying? Right. What outside forces have happened to slow you down that are not your fault?
1: Right, what exposure have you had? What relational situations have you had? What health problems have you had? All of these pieces, yeah, it matters.
0: I want to be a robot.
1: We are not robots.
0: I want to tug into more, like a more tugging machine. Yeah. But I'm not. No. And so in moments that we face disappointment, and I've got a couple right now. Yeah. I, as a leader, have a few things that I'm very disappointed about at how they've worked.
1: How they are currently working. How they're
0: currently working. So what I do is I look at myself in the mirror and call myself a loser right? and that I should have done better and how did I not know and pull your crap together and if you were just smarter or stronger or more steady, whatever. But <laughs> if we're going to extend empathy to everybody, yeah, our name should be on the list. That's true. And so maybe you're listening and you need to sit down and make a list for somebody else mm-hmm. or maybe you're going to do what I'm going to do <laughs> and make an empathy list for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's super good. No, good job. I'm proud of you. No, it's the it's the tug of more. It's the yeah. tension of more. It's figuring out uh, what is holding us back from continuing to tug into more. And sometimes it's just, yeah, having the empathy for somebody else. And what you said is so good, having the empathy for ourselves to recognize that we're all people. We're just humans. Yeah. We are not robots. Yeah. And uh, the struggle is real, but it's worth the fight.
0: This is one of those conversations that uh, deserves some homework.
1: Yeah. No, and so, yeah, when it. you
0: turn this off, take some time, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Don't just click on another video. Right. Don't just listen to another podcast. Yeah. Take a few minutes and start building those lists of empathy. Yeah. Either for yourself or for somebody else. Yeah. And, and uh, it'll help you a lot. And
1: not to get over spiritual, but that's our context. What you and I both did, though, after that was then we prayed. Yeah. That God would solidify that empathy in our heart. That it wouldn't just be a one-time moment of... Hmm having the empathy, but that we would then actually hold on to it and keep it with us. And so once you've made the list, um, it's not just practical, yeah. it is spiritual to yeah. say, hey, I wanna let this go, so.
0: I don't think we've ever prayed for our audience. No,
1: I don't think so. Let's do okay. it. Okay, go. You, you go.
0: Yeah, I'll pray. God, uh, for all the listeners that are here, whether they believe in you or not, you love them and you care about them deeply. And we've all walked through some hurt and uh, pain and disappointments. And we've all got some things that we've been offended by. Lord, help us all to have empathy. Empathy of the people around us that have hurt us, that we're trying to process. And empathy for ourselves, that though it hasn't went how we hoped it would, there are situations around us that we have to remember are actually coming into play. And so help all my friends that are listening to build those lists. And from that, step into new levels of freedom, new levels of understanding that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that there is hope on the horizon and that their best days really can be ahead of them. We thank you for your love, Lord. If there's anyone who's listening, who doesn't even know you, all they have to do is ask you to forgive them of sin and come into their heart and that you wanna live life with them. We thank you for your love. Amen.
1: Amen. That's good. Yeah. Love y'all.
0: See you guys. Peace.